The IZ Robot Stuck at Home Show. Hey kids, it is me, your dude, IZ Robots, and this is the second uh, episode of the Stuck at Home Show. I I got to think of some kind of a fancy intro for this, but at this this point in time, I do not have anything even like remote remotely like that. Do I do I want segments? Do I need segments for this? I don't know. We don't even know how long this is um this is gonna go on, but they they have just announced that the entire state of California is going into shelter in place lockdown. So I I do kind of look at this as a good thing because I've heard that in Japan, in South Korea, in places like that, they're already reopening like movie theaters and gyms and stuff, and they think that was that was all because they had really restrictive measures in place. So I'm hoping that uh we'll will all sacrifice and that these restrictive measures will pay off in the end with a shorter overall quarantine. Let's let's keep our fingers crossed. All right. Let's let's keep our fingers crossed and hope, but um, you know, you got to be realistic about things too. Uh today we got up and loafed around the house for a long time. We loafed around the house for a long time. We didn't even get up till 9:30, which is like completely unheard of. Around the icy robots' house, it is unheard of, but that's a uh, that's what we did. Um, and then from there, we we threw on some sweatpants and we took a walk. It's okay to go outside. It's okay to take a walk. They just want you to like stay six feet apart from each other. So we um we went over this thing called uh, Deer Trail Hill. It's over on the flip side of Fountain Grove. If you happen to live in the Santa Rosa area, it's on the flippy flip of a uh, Fountain Grove. There's there's one super duper steep hill, and we went up and over that, and then we went around, and there's like a there's like a wooded patch over there. We went into the wooded patch, and we we looked around. All in all, it was a 55 minute walk for just over just over two and a quarter miles. That's a that's okay. It's really important to get out and get some air. You got to try to keep your fitness and your sanity about you in these. In these trying times, later in the day, we're going to go out again. We're going to take the dogs and we're going to go around. We also, we went out and got a, um, we got a pizza slice at this place called Urban Pizza here in Rickon Valley. I, I know that it wasn't like an essential trip, but I, I kind of think it's important. You got to support some of these smaller local businesses. This is, this is going to be a trying time. Like I just said, economically, this is going to be a trying time. All these people are going out of work and whatever. So we decided to go over there and order a pizza slice. We um we called it in ahead of time, which is what which is what you do if you're uh, on top of things. We called it in, paid for it, and then we just uh met them out in front of the parking lot and they they brought it to us. It was it was a pretty decent slice. I do think it was kind of a bit undercooked, but that's that's all fine. So I got nothing but time, so we just popped it in the uh in the oven and when it when it came out, it was it was delicioso. I love myself a pizza. I got I got cheese, if you're wondering. The best of all toppings on top of a pizza is no extra toppings. Just go for cheese. Extra cheese. Be a pizza. Be a pizza purist. That's what uh, both the wife and I got. Cheese, you can be real cheesy. A great Italian pizza recipe with tons of mozzarella. You can be real cheesy. That's weird. The uh, the tape broke. But at any rate, the uh, best pizza of all the pizzas is your plain cheese pizza. Like a thin crust cheese pizza. This is not open to debate. Don't debate me. This is what it is. It's a fact. It's the truth. It is the absolute 100% stone cold scientific truth. Uh, that place I was talking about deer trail that we were walking at. This this made me think of a tale from um, back when I was in junior high school. And I may may have not have told this on the show, but for uh, those who are new listeners, we picked up 
Seems like we picked up a ton of new listeners. I don't know, man. Maybe this this uh, disaster is going to be good for uh, getting some ears on the show. So all 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 uh all praise be to that. But um anyway, when I was in uh, I think it was eighth grade over at Ringing Valley Junior High School, a uh, good pal of mine wanted to sign up for the uh, track team. He was he was like lightning fast. This dude was like the fastest dude, tall, lanky dude who could really get his legs pumping. Dude could run. Like, nobody's business. But, um, I was slow, as could be. I was, like, an absolute sloth. I still, I still am. I try to jog a bit and stuff, but I'm, I'm just, like, an absolute sloth. I can't even, I can't even get my legs to pump up, uh, that high. But, um, he, he wanted me to join up for, for moral support. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a nice guy. I'm a good guy. So I did. But, um, due to my lack of speed, I was assigned to the, uh, shot put crew, and a dude was, um, dude was a sprinter, so we didn't even get to see each other, it wasn't even, it wasn't even like he needed me in any way, and I, I ended up getting, getting, uh, stuck in this, and it was, it was okay, but, um, I was terrible at the shot put, I was terrible at almost every aspect of, uh, of the track and field universe, so the whole thing, in some ways, kind of turned out to be, like, a humiliating experience, but, you know, I don't know. There's a, there's no shame in that. Sometimes things don't turn out that awesome. But, um, one of the things we did when we were on the track team is we would run Deer Trail. You go out from the junior high, up past the Christian school, and then up this giant hill. Down this giant hill, then you run another length, and you go up another giant hill, and then down again, and then back around, past the Christian school, and all the way back to the middle school. It was... It was awful, and every time I'd do it, I'd be like, I throw the shot put. Why in the world am I doing this? Shouldn't I be, like, lifting weights? Shouldn't I be, like, doing squats or, like, curls, overhead presses? Shouldn't I, shouldn't I actually be practicing the shot put, which we, which we hardly ever did? I think it was just because they didn't have, like, a shot put coach or anything. The, uh, the track coach was a, uh, eighth grade history teacher named, uh, Miss King Clay, and then there was like another teacher who was a coach, and I don't think any of them knew the nuances of the uh, of the shot put. So instead, they had us running laps and doing stuff. the um, The school had a weight room. You would think you'd have the shot putters in there working the bench, but that never, never not happened. I have no like no sour grapes. I have no bad feelings about this in any way. But uh, I got I got to thinking about it when I was going over Deer Trail. That like how crazy is it that at one point I was running over this? Like I. I had to do this like a couple times a week. I had to run up this godforsaken hill. It is so steep. I I haven't been over there in a while. In 2017, during the Tubbs fire, the uh, Deer Trail area was was hit pretty hard, and I, I haven't been able to go over there and take a look. It just it's a little too spooky. That was a that was the fire that came pretty near to the icy robots Earth base. And when we're going over uh, Deer Trail, you go down Quail Road. And then you go up Deer Trail, and on, on Quail Road, man, there was, uh, like, three or four houses. And then when you go over Deer Trail, there's, like, five or six or seven, maybe even up to eight houses that were burnt down. But, um, fortunately, they're they're getting back up. They're getting rebuilt. So that's, you know, that's awesome, right? In today's world, there's not much you can rely on. Everyone said that to get around campus, I should get roller skates. Roller skates? In today's world, there's not much you can rely on. Everyone said that to get around campus, I should get roller skates. Roller skates. In today's world, there's not much you can rely on. But at Domino's Pizza, we can promise a hot, delicious pizza custom-made for you. We promise free delivery and a... I don't care. 
I still uh, I still have pizza on my mind right now. The uh, slice I bought earlier, I knew it might be a long time before your boy gets a fresh slice. Um, even if I wanted to, I couldn't go to Mambo's, my preferred uh, pizza by the slice place here in town, because they're they're doing a remodel, so they're closed irregardless. And uh, from what I understand, the construction around here has been halted. So who knows when Mambitos is going to be open again. But um, I got my slice cut in half so that I had two pieces instead of one that I can enjoy another one later. And I, I have that on my mind right now. But um, I was thinking about Domino's. When Domino's first popped up in Santa Rosa, the, the first locale that I knew of was in Rincon Valley over where there is a gas station. Now, I live in Rickon Valley. That's my that's my part of uh, Santa Rosa, but um my my cousin, my older cousin, he was a like, he was always out there hustling, looking for a job, looking for things to do. He was that teenager, that like 13-year-old who had like an under under the table job. He was like that kid. Dude's always been earning. He's still the same way, hard working, really great guy, salt of the earth, but um at the at the time when they were building the Domino's, he went over there and he asked if they had any work. And they said that uh, they did, in fact, have some. They needed some people to hand out flyers around Rincon Valley and, like, put them in people's mailboxes and stuff. And he he got me hooked up, too, which I which I thought was really cool. And we um spent, uh, like, many days, like, three or four or five days going all around Rincon Valley and putting flyers into mailboxes. But, like, as the as the time started to pass, I started wondering if this was... This was like a real job, if this was like a real thing, or if he was, he was scamming me or whatever. It wouldn't be, it wouldn't be uh, outside the line of uh, all an understanding to have um, my cousin swindle me. But uh, lo and behold, like three weeks later, after I did all that uh, flyering, he he brought home a paycheck from uh, the Domino's. It was for like forty five bucks. It was like more money than I'd ever had in my life at that time. I guess. This is like technically my first job. I, I never really think about this when I when I think about my early jobs, but uh this this was like technically my first job. I don't know I don't know what I spent the money on. Probably like superpowers figures in the uh from the KB that was downstairs in the mall by Sears. I used to love that place. The the old school KB in the mall. At one time we had a KB in the mall and we had a KB in Montgomery Village. At one point, man, I was talking to the wife about this. At one point, like, toy hunting around here was so fun. We would we would hit up the one KB in the mall. Then we'd hit up the KB in uh, Montgomery Village. And we'd still have the uh, TRU to hit up over on Santa Rosa Avenue. It was, it was a great time to be into action figures. This was when, like, Marvel Legends just started. That's... That's the time I'm thinking in my head. There was, you know, the early 80s with the superpowers and uh, mid-80s with the superpowers. And then my my probably, like, biggest days of action figure hunting were, like, in the early days of Marvel Legends. I remember going over to Toys R Us and the KB, and I was I was looking for that one, um, I believe it was actually not a Marvel Legend. It was a pre-Marvel Legend. It was, like, a Spider-Man series of some sort, and in it was a Daredevil and the yellow daredevil was the uh, chase figure. For some reason, I really like that yellow daredevil suit. Completely, completely impractical, completely silly, but I I like it. So I, I wanted that action figure, and I had a hookup over at KB. I knew a gal who worked there, and she said if she saw one in any of the cases, she would hold it for me. But I I never got that figure. I still don't. I still don't have it. Let's uh. Let's go on eBay while we're poking around here. I, I got the internet all booted up. Let's go on over to eBay and we'll see how much the yellow daredevil figure goes for. I 
I don't think I'll buy it today, but you never you never know if it's only like a couple buckarinos, your your homie might get it. Marvel Legends Avengers Toy Biz yellow variant $16 or best offer. That's that's the new one though. I'm thinking of like from back in the day, not the Walgreens exclusive. This is um what? Here it is from the Spider-Man Classics. That's what it is. Spider-Man Classics Series 2. Let's see. I'll type that and get a, a better search. You hear me typing there? I'm such a great typist. I took typing in high school. People have them carded with opening bids of like $30. I want it loose, I, I would think. But I, w- I would still want one. Um, Let's look at the sold. Get a... Get an idea of what they really, really, really go for. Let's, um, da-da-da, waiting for that to load. Here's a Lucy one for $8. I'd be pretty happy with that. That was a bid carded. People are getting it for, like, $27. This, I might actually get up on this. Let's, um, let's sort this from, uh, lowest. We'll see what somebody has it for the lowest right now. Lowest carded. There's no Lucy Goosey ones. The lowest carded... Is twenty eight dollars. That auction's over in five hours. I bet if I bid on it, I would for sure get it. But your boy doesn't got an extra thirty. It's like twelve dollars shipping too. I don't got that. I don't got uh, that extra money right now, man. Um, you know, you know how it is. Everybody's out of work. Your boy's been out of work for the longest time. Consider helping out. Go over to uh, Patreon. Support the Um, yeah. So. I remember doing that. I used to love that KB so much. I had been going to that KB in the mall, the one downstairs, forever. I remember going there with my grandpa. He bought me a Superpowers Dark Side figure. And I remember he was, like, kind of disappointed that your boy wanted a doll. But, uh, you know, that's, that's the way of the world. Um, and I would I would just go there all the time. My parents used to love going to the mall. And I would always hit up the KB. I miss that place so much. This boom time slang will leave your headpiece hanging. Bustless, I'm kicking like seagull out for justice. The roughness, yes, the rudeness, the rocks. Red rum, I verbally assault with the tongue. Murder one, my style shock you not like a stun gun. All right, we are back. It is me, it's your dude. It is an all new day. It is tomorrow from the last time that you um that you heard me before that little uh, musical interlude right there. It is now. Um, it's actually, I believe, Saturday. It's. It's weird, man. You're losing track of time, losing track of days, losing track of everything. Every day is kind of like the uh, day before it. I'm not saying that's like um like a horribly bad thing because uh could be a lot worse, but I uh, I'm starting to lose lose a little bit of the um the track of things. What did I do today? We got up. We got up at like normal time and then we uh ate breakfast and we went for a walk up a hill. We went past the uh Mormon church over on Badger Road. We went up that way, then we came back down, got a couple poke stops on the way. There were other people walking around. We all made sure to keep six feet away from each other, but um, that's all weird too. But it's it's fine. I don't want to get within six feet of other people anyway. But um, it's cool, man. I I uh I got a GI Joe in the mail. I completely forgot that I ordered this. I saw him online for like what I thought was a pretty fair price. I was just like poking about and I put a watch on it and the guy sent me like an even an even lower offer that I felt like I couldn't refuse. So I I took it and I, I just completely forgot about it with everything going on and it showed up today and I opened the box and I was surprised that I got a raptor. Raptor is the uh, raptor he is the uh, Cobra Falcon Ear. He came out in 1987. He has like a cape 
and he has a bird. He's kind of a silly. He's a silly one, but he is one that I wanted, and it's it's not easy to find him with the cape intact. His hands go through the end of the cape, and um, the capes are always getting ripped. So I was happy to get one. I actually have the action figure already. I think I, I think I have two. I have one just like with no accessories at all in my to be um to be traded bin or whatever. And then I have a carded version of him too. It's not like I like this guy so much or anything, but I, I ran into both of those uh, other two at um you know, like pretty fair prices that I didn't feel like I could leave behind. The uh the one that's carded I got at the winter toy sale. They had, I don't know, it must have been like five years ago, four or five years ago. It was at the Vets building. It was a one-time event that I would like to have seen again. It was like uh, the whole main auditorium was full of toy vendors, except for the except for the big toy con every year. This is the biggest toy sale around here. They were they were put on by the same guy, I think. But anyway, I uh, I was there and I remember I traded in the aluminum cans. I'd been saving up the aluminum cans. For a year, right? And I got like an extra 90 bucks, right? In can money. And I was just like, I'm going to take this 90 bucks and I'm going to turn this whole can collection into a carded G.I. Joe. I'm going to try to find a carded G.I. Joe at the show. And when I do, I'm going to buy him with this can money. So it's going to be like free. It's going to be awesome. But I went to the whole show and I didn't find any carded Joes, like none at all. I was totally bummed out, but I was I was looking at this one table. Dude had a bunch of Joe figures, and he said, Hey, you know, if you're looking for anything in particular, let me know. I got some other stuff. And I said, Oh, do you have any um do you have any carded ones? And dude's like, Oh yeah, you know, I got a I have Raptor. And I think I got him for like forty five bucks, forty bucks. He's in great shape. He's up on the up on the wall of fame right now. He's a silly character, like I said. He has like this big cape. With, like, feathers on it, like, feathers drawn on it. And he has, like, a helmet that's, like, a falcon head. Like, dude is so into falconry that he's turned himself into a human falcon. And he has another, uh, accessory. He only has the one accessory besides the cape. It's the falcon. It's like, it's like, um, the, uh, spirit's bird. His eagle. It clasps onto his wrist. The, uh... The talons, the clasp are missing, but I, uh, I I brought it to the wife's attention. I'm like, hey, do you have a little small drill or whatever? Can you like drill maybe like a very small nail in here that I could use as a handle? And she's like, oh yeah, you know, ding, 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 beat it in there, kind of cut off the end. So now it's like he has a little handle. The falcon's like a sign that goes into his hand. It's okay. It's cool, man. It could, it could definitely be a lot worse. I'm pretty much down to get any G.I. Joe figure that I don't have. At a good price. I don't think that, like, I want to get every G.I. Joe that there's ever been. But I, I do kind of think I'm, I'm at the collecting point where uh, I've gotten, like, a lot of all the dudes that I'm way into. And now I'm getting the dudes I'm not so much into. And there's there's still, like, a ton more. There are so many G.I. Joe figures. There's so many, so many different variations on Storm Shadow. So many different ninjas. So many just whatever. They got... They got in like a whole neon colored phase at the end. There's so many things. You could be doing this for, you could be doing this for all eternity. And there's always a chance they're going to come back with a three and three quarter inch G.I. Joe at some point. So it'll never end. They, uh, they closed Joe video. I think I said that we were lucky enough to get some videos, but I saw on Facebook that Joe will be there for like a few hours a day and you can go by. I wonder if he's just like in there accepting returns or whatever. We got to return these two movies that we have here. I saw one of them. I'm going to review it in a sec. But um, I wonder if he's in there taking returns or if he's in there like renting movies. Like you think if you knock on the door and you 
he asked him, hey, Joe, do you, um, you know, do you have the Joker on Blu-ray? You think he'd get it for you? I think he would. I think he would. I think he'd bring it to you. Um, anyway, we, we saw one of the two Blu-rays that I rented this week. So we're going to talk about that for a sec. Uh, let's, let's, I don't know. Let's do Nat the Movies. Close the island. What island? Manhattan. Cops or criminals. If you have blood on your hands, I will find you. 21 Bridges. Rated R. We watched uh, 22 Bridges yesterday. We missed this one in the theater. Every once in a while, something comes by that looks like it might be fun, like it could be cool, but we'll we'll let it kind of just go off to the side and not see it because we know we'll need some uh, some DVD, Blu-ray, or whatever rentals in the future, right? It's fun to go to the video store and have there be things you haven't seen. We'll we let this one go. We let Queen and Slim go. Stuff like that. I don't I don't know. Things that like look like they might be fun from time to time too because you gotta, you know, you gotta want to see them. Right, you want to got to see these rentals in the future. Anyway, this one stars uh, Chadwick Boseman, who was Black Panther in the Marvel Universe. That's probably where you would most know him for. I think he also played Jackie Robinson in a movie, if I'm thinking of the right uh, right dude. But anyway, this is a police story set in New York. There are some uh, there's some cop killers loose in the city, and the uh, the dudes bring in Chadwick Boseman to find these guys because Boseman is known as a shooter. He has like seven confirmed kills already. He regrets each and every one of them, but he knows he was right. But he's known as somebody who kills guys. So they bring him in to take out these cop killers, but he, he realizes everything isn't as it appears. So he, uh, I don't know, investigates further. It's that kind of a thing. There's there's like a lot of violence, a lot of shooting. Taylor Kitsch is in it. It was all right. I didn't think that it was like the greatest thing I'd ever seen. I didn't think it was the worst thing that I'd ever seen either. There's there's some good police stuff. There's some like New York scenery, which is okay. It's well directed. It's well shot. There's some nice shots in it. But overall, it's kind of lackluster-ish, I would say. I thought that it would be better than it was, but... I wasn't disappointed in what it was because I, I saw that theoretically it could have wound up in this uh this level of whatever. To um to me, and this isn't like a bad thing. It's not a great thing either, but it's not the worst thing in the world. This is the kind of movie that you would watch on like TNT on like a Saturday afternoon or like you would watch a movie like this on FX. You know, if you hadn't seen it before, you would see it on FX and be like, eh. I'll check out uh, this uh, Black Panther joint. I'll I'll never not see the dude as the Black Panther. That's the unfortunate side of him being in these Marvel movies. You can make a you know make some fair money. You can become an action figure and all this stuff. But once you do it, you're, you're kind of sort of like that. You know who who isn't like that for me though is uh, Tom Holland. I've seen Tom Holland in a few other movies, and when I see him, he's just Tom Holland. I don't know. He has he has that about him. I. I think in regards to uh, 22 Bridges, I couldn't like necessarily recommend it, but it's also not like the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. So with all that said, on the good old fashioned source magazine, Mike Meter with one being a dud and five being an all time classic, I am going to go ahead and give 22 Bridges a not so great uh, 2.5 Mike. 2.5 Mike. You know this song? This one that you hear from time to time on, like, oldies radio? This is one of my favorite songs of all the times. And for, like, all the times, I thought the song was sung by Elvis. Don't pull your love out on me, baby. If you do, then I think to maybe I'll just lay me down. Right for 100 years. Don't pull your love out 
the song is called Don't Pull Your Love, and it is actually this version right here. There's been a couple different versions of this song, but this one that we're listening to right here was written by Brian Potter and Dennis Lambert, and it was sang by Hamilton Joe Frank and Reynolds, who were, um, they were like, they were like an early 70s, uh, easy listening group, I swear to you, this whole entire time, I was certain that this song was Elvis, it was like, I'm not even like a neophyte to music, man, I know about music, I know about Elvis, I know about all kinds of stuff, and every time I'd hear the song on the radio, I was like, that's the king, that is the king for sure. But then I was listening to uh, um, 97.7 The River, and they played this song, which is kind of weird. They don't normally play this kind of stuff, but they played the song, and then I heard them say the names of the dudes, and I was like, that's really weird to me. That's not Elvis. I'm just, like, completely um, blown away. I I thought this was, like, one of the first uh, songs where Elvis, like, had, like, a Motown beat, and then he kind of had, like, a catchy hook. Now, Elvis had catchy hooks. Don't even get me wrong, but this was... To me, this one was on a whole um, different level, but... Uh, what I did find out, find out when I looked the song up on uh, Wikipedia, I got a bit of interest. I found out that the backing band of this song is the uh, world-famous Wrecking Crew, who you might know from, geez, you might know them from, like, any uh, any number of things. They they were the house band for Motown, essentially, and they, they played in just, like, so many classic songs. They were the, um, there was a movie about them in 2008 called The Wrecking Crew that I remember really enjoying, but this, uh, this, uh, this blows my mind. Don't pull your love right on me, baby. If you do, then I think that maybe I'll just lay me down and cry for who it is. Don't pull your love right on me, Take my heart, my soul, my money. Don't leave me You can read along with me in your book. You will know it is time to turn the page when you hear the chimes ring like this. Let's begin now. The airlock opened, and the captain cautiously led his crew aboard the mysterious ship. The captain led the way as they explored the vast, empty hallways. Something's not right. There's no one here but robots. I don't much like the company of robots. I don't much like the company of robots. This is Icy Robots Radio. Diameter 7926 miles at equator. Atmosphere breathable. Cloud cover H2O. Surface temperatures compatible with human existence. Commander, I don't believe it. That planet, it's ours. There's no mistake, Tom. It is. It's the Earth. It is that. It is, in fact, the Earth, and I am your dude, Icy Robots, and I am back. I think we're getting near the end of the show. Um, I don't know uh, the length, what these are going to be like on average. I kind of think they're just going to sort of be like they are what they are. Like, some days it might be this, some days it might be that, some days it might be other things altogether. We're going to see how the uh, the world turns, how the, uh, how the cookie crumbles, all that all that stuff. Before we get out of here, I want to do one last thing. I, I've been thinking a lot about um, Dick Tracy action figures. I I have like a whole bin of them in the garage. I One day I bought like a ton, a ton of carded ones. I think I have like 10 all together for like a couple dollars each at the, uh, at the flea market. Somebody had them out for a couple dollars and I, I don't know. I decided I, I would bring them home and I wanted to, I wanted to see what these things go for. On, like, average, I I don't imagine they go for a ton. Looks like, like by and large, I'm looking on the... 
I'm looking on eBay right now, the world's uh, biggest online uh, marketplace. And you can, I don't know, for the most part, get up like 10, 11, 12, 13, 14 dollars, it seems like. Let's see what, uh, let's see what the high ones are. I believe the blank. The character, the blank, is the, uh, the most desirable one in the set. I don't know why that is. Oh, here somebody has the blank on a card, and they want, uh, $2,599 for it. I, I don't think that I would pay that much. Here is one. The blank is going for $1,500. Let's, let's look at some solds. Let's see if anyone has actually paid that much for one of these. I... I think what you want to get and what you actually get are oftentimes, like, really, really, really far apart. Well, somebody got $1,200 for one. Somebody got $1,000. Here was one $700. Someone took the best offer. Here's a loosey-goosey one. Someone got 650 bucks. So people are actually getting, um, they're getting some, uh, they're getting some, some bucks for some of these. Here's somebody sold the whole entire lot, the complete set, no blank. There's no blank in this. And you get two vehicles as well. Somebody got $275 for that. That's, you know, that's not bad. I I don't think I have the blank. I'm certain I don't have the blank. I know why I didn't say that. The blank's kind of cool, though. He He's like one of those uh, normal uh, playmate-looking guys, but he uh, he has a blank face. Let me, let me actually run out to the garage, and I'll be right back. And I'll tell you what I... I'll bring the bin back. And I'll take a look. Hold on. We're, uh, we're going to actually pause production and come back. All right. That's the uh, bin. Hold on. Let me, um, let me get more uh, in proximity to the microphone. It is... It's like a milk crate. It's not like a full-on bin. And there are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, nine figures all together in here. Uh, one, two, three, four, five of them are uh, Dick Tracy's. We'll look at those. And then maybe we'll look at the other ones. I have um, Dick Tracy coppers and gangsters. I have Influence. He's a bad guy. He has like a really big head. He has a couple guns. I don't... I've seen the movie. I remember liking it, but I don't know a lot of these characters. I have The Brow. I don't really know who that is either. I have Itchy. This guy has glasses and a machine gun. That's three of them. Those are all... Those are all on the card. And then I have shoulders. And I have prune face. And then the final one of these I have is Sam Ketchum. He looks like he is a good guy. I wish I had Dick Tracy. That's the only one. Well, of course, I would want the blank. But I, uh, Dick Tracy is the only one I would really go for. These are cool. I, I just bought these one time years ago because they were so cheap. And I put them up on a shelf in the garage. These are all in pretty good shape. Um, I like the figures. I do think that it's cool how they're on scale with, like, Ninja Turtles, it looks like. Well, they're both by Playmates, so, uh, there is, there is that. There was recently, like, an anniversary of Dick Tracy. Dick Tracy's been on my mind lately. I remember when this movie came out. I did see it. Now, I remember liking it. I remember thinking it was cool. I wasn't, like, way obsessed with it, but I did like it. This was back when they were, like, hardly, hardly, hardly any comic book movie. So, like, any one was, like, was, like, cool. I recently read a Dick Tracy comic that I liked. I, uh, I forget what that was called. Mike Allred did the covers, and that was really good. I've talked about that before. These are, these are okay figures. I'm looking at the back of the card. There's Dick Tracy, Sam Ketchum, Big Boy, The Brow, 
Steve the Tramp, the Blank, Lips, Manless, Flat Top, Rodent, Prune Face, Shoulders, Influence, Mumbles, and Itchy. This is Frank Shoulders Foley. Let's, um, before we get all the way up out of here, let's see what else is in this bin. The first one is a Super Mario Brother action figure from that movie, and it is, uh, the Slithering Ruler Koopa, who, um... He looks just like, uh, what is homie's name? Dennis Hopper. He looks just like the Dennis Hopper who played him in the movies. I don't think that's his real gun, though. I got this at the flea market. I think that, I think that I bought him. He was on the card. The gun was missing. And at one point I stuck a gun that looked like it would, uh, fit. It does fit. It looks like, it looks like the real gun, but you can tell in the back it's not the real gun. What else is in here? There is... A carded Justice League of America figure. It is the Atom. I remember these. I got this at uh, KB Toy and Hobby. There's KB again. KB would hold on to these figures forever. This came out in 1999. I've had this for more than 20 years sitting around. I remember buying it because it has like a full-size Atom, like a four-inch Atom action figure. And then there's also like a mini, mini, mini one. So you could pretend like he was uh, shrunk. And this was like the number one figure in Toy Fair one week and uh, people were looking for it and I saw it and I bought it but I don't really think I like it and then I have a uh this is from the original San Francisco Toy Makers this is a carded ECW Extreme Championship Wrestling Sabu featuring the Pivot Punch there's um there's some yellowing to the card I bought this I remember I was into these ECW figures I think I have a carded Mike Awesome somewhere in the garage as well these are these are pretty fun. Sabu comes with a, a garbage can, and he has a pivot punch. Let's see what this goes for presently on the uh, on the online Sabu figure. Sand. We'll just type sand. We'll hope that goes to San Francisco Toy Makers. Twenty bucks. Twenty-five bucks. Free shipping. This one. This is pretty common. It's still cool. I really like it a lot. I. I'm very tempted to open it, but, um, I shan't. This also came out in 1999. This is my 1999 bin, it feels like. Um, anywho, I am gonna get up out of here. I'm gonna get out of your hair. I'm hoping to do one of these every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. That's the goal right now. We're gonna see how that plays out up until the, uh, up until we're all free again. Um, I think that's a, a doable schedule, but, uh, we'll see how, how it pans out. I... All right, until we talk again, this is me, I see Robot, signing off. Do the time. Don't let the time do you. All right, that's it. Let's roll. Hey, hey! Let's be careful. Let's be careful. This has been an I see Robots radio production. Don't pull your love out on my honey.